Hey, this is Reza. This is Sandy. Welcome to the Stone Cold Sober Podcast. Thanks for stopping by. to the 296th episode of the Stone Cold Silver Podcast. It is Labor Day tomorrow. Yep, my anniversary tomorrow as well. Oh, happy anniversary. How many years is it? It'll be three years. Three years, that's right. Yeah. That's right. You Cele- do anything special? Well, we celebrate it today. We, we thought about trying to do stuff tomorrow, but um, the original... So the, the, the main plan was to get a couple's massage, which if you remember, just before COVID kicked in, just before Lane and I went to England with Gordon... We did a couple's massage for Lady's birthday in uh, Philly at this um, this spa at this um, Hilton Hotel, and we um, we really enjoyed it. We were thinking about like, yeah, this would be something that you know conceivably we could do again. Um, you know, once every you know maybe a few times a year, just the whole experience, how refreshing it felt to do it. Uh-huh. And so we we called them, and they were open, but. It, I don't know if you remember the details that I told of that. There was it was kind of like a whole experience. There was the the massage, of course, but they also had a gym that we had access to. It wasn't anything crazy. They had a lot of treadmills, but they also had some free weights, like um, dump, like free uh-huh. dumbbells, no no like barbells or anything like that that I recall yeah. at least. And then they had a um, like a, a relaxing room, like a lounge with um, a lot of teas, like as many Hershey's Kisses as you want. And then um, they had a like a, a locker room, a shower, and um, you know that was also part of the experience. And so all these things, you oh, they also had a pool. We didn't use it, but they did have a pool. So all of these things would be part of that experience. The, like first of all, the gym, for example, when we went, we went like two hours before the massage so that we could work out, relax, chill for a little bit. And the gym just isn't available. So so that was one thing that would have been cut. Now we could have rented. The, not rented we could have reserved space at the pool um for a half hour for a half hour block for just the two of us but i don't think either of us were, were necessarily like thrilled about that you know for me it would have been the gym like you know putting in a good workout and then getting massaged right after that would have been dope and so with the price with how much it was we decided to not do it after contacting them and finding out you know these details yeah and so we opted to go to a place that was much closer to home literally half the price had none of those amenities, no, no like lounge or um, pool or, or gym, obviously, and um, but also half the price. So we chose to do that before we went to um, brunch. Now, Sunday brunch buffets are like a kind of a not a big what? thing, but they're definitely a thing, right? Like a brunch Where? buffet at like country clubs. So there's this country club. Um, it's called uh, I think it's what is it called? I think it's called Deerfield Country Club. I'm just going to quickly look it up. Yeah, yeah. So it's a golf club and uh, their country club during, um, I think it's, I think it's during like the fall to spring time. They do, they do, um, yeah, I think it's, yeah, fall to spring time. They do um, Sunday brunches and this is like their space. I think they would typically use for like wedding receptions and such. And during this period of time, it's their off season. So they do these Sunday brunches, um, I guess, to, to make extra income. And it's not like super cheap, but it's really nice, really good food. You know, just tons of crab legs just around, omelet stations, um, eggs benedict, and I don't know, everything else. 
so there's another country club that I actually didn't know about that is by the um you know you know Delaware Park the casino. Yep. Or like not just casino, but yeah. So Delaware Park, there is a country club um that's a part I guess a part of Delaware Park and they would do a Sunday brunch. Of course with COVID um or a Sunday brunch buffet, but with COVID you can't really do a buffet. So we thought that there was going to be, you know, certain things that you would normally be able to get during the buffet that you'd be able to get still today um, with with the benefit of being outdoor dining. We went and it turns out they do not. Their their menu is quite limited, um, but luckily there was there was stuff that we actually would we wanted. Um, we were pretty much the only people there when we pulled up into the parking lot. It was deserted and we got inside right. the only people inside. So this is like a it's a, like I said, it's, it's a country club. So there are people golfing. There are a couple of like restaurants or whatever. And the place that we went, there was, I think, one person maybe sitting at the bar or one family sitting at a table. I wasn't really paying close attention. And then we went outside and we were the only people outside. So um, the waitress was super nice. Um, they knew why we were there. And so at some point, um, a guy, I actually don't know if he was the manager or, or what, but he came out and offered to take a picture of us, which we, you know, we accepted the offer. How did they know? Um, well, when Lena made the reservation, I think there was a spot on the website. She said to ask like any, I don't know if it was a, an occasion or like yeah. notes or whatever, but she wrote it down. So they they read it and they knew they were aware. So that was cool. Um, and then we got a um, a uh, uh, a s- steak omelet with shiitake mushrooms and Swiss cheese, uh-huh. and um, these little like mini waffles that we split. The menu yeah. was kind of funny. They had like four. They had like four four meals on there. So like I was saying, it's pretty limited in terms of like breakfast items. They didn't have any like French toast or pancakes or anything like that. Well, they had the waffles, like I mentioned. Um, but like their steak and eggs cost like thirty one bucks. So when we when we saw the omelet, the being like chef's choice and just market price, we were like, oh, what's that going to be like twenty thirty dollars? Like what's your guess? Turned out to just be ten, which was shocking. What? Yeah, I was I was surprised by that. It was by far the cheapest thing on the menu. I think the next closest item, which I don't actually remember what the item was, was like fifteen, sixteen dollars maybe. Uh-huh. So I was surprised that the omelet itself, you know, it's not it's not like it wasn't anything crazy, but solid. I mean, we spend way more money on on br- brunch at other places. Oh <laughs> and, sure. And uh, so yeah, definitely a surprise to just be paying that little. And then we also got a side of uh the the waffles, which we split. Um, which was a funny number that were there were three, so that was a you know just cut one of them in half. But uh, yeah, the food is really good. Um, it was really you know super relaxing. Didn't feel any like crazy pressure considering we were the only people there. You know, sitting outside. Every time the waitress came around, you know, we just kept our mask around our chin, so we would just raise them up when she would come by. She was uh-huh. like, "Oh, you guys don't have to do that," you know. But you know, just yeah. felt whatever. So after that. We didn't. So because we were supposed to be doing a, uh, we were going to do a different breakfast place, and I don't know whatever else, whatever the, whatever other details happened. Um, the massage was uh, we was like two hours away, so we decided to um, drive over to the Concord Mall to go to this coffee place, the Coffee Beanery in the Concord Mall, and mm-hmm. get a coffee there because this is something that we used to do way back in the day when we when we were first started dating, and so. As we were driving over there, there is a Steinmart near the giant shopping center, 
or the shopping center where that there's that giant um, on 202. I'm not sure if you're familiar with it in between like the Ashley's furniture and um, and the and the uh, the uh, and the Concord Mall. They're yeah. going out of business. So we just popped in there to see what they had. Lena got a couple of things for Gordon. I checked out some of the stuff. Wasn't super impressed with the sales for a going out of business sale. Like everything was like 10 percent off and like there's no like extra deals or coupons or anything. So I'm like, I wouldn't spend. I wouldn't buy that unless it was like 40% off. <laughs> so yeah. I'm not going to buy it at 10% off. I don't know what it is about stores going out of businesses, going out of business, but I'm oftentimes unimpressed with the sales and don't bother going in because it feels like they're always, it feels like I think people get FOMO when it comes to these, these stores going out of business because they pop in there, they catch something that's like, oh my goodness, that's only, that's, you know, th- I'm never going to find that again, or at least at this store and they buy it. But in reality, it, they pay, they're paying more for it than they would have had they come on a regular Tuesday when they weren't going out of business because the item probably would have been on sale or you would have been able to use a coupon on it. So um, I wasn't I wasn't particularly impressed with anything. We um, after that went to the Concord Mall. Turns out the coffee spot was closed, so the whole uh, the whole reason why we went there was kind of a wash. Um, Concord Mall. I, I think I've mentioned this before, but they are it's a dying mall, dude. They're losing so many places over there. How many stores are closed? I couldn't tell you how many are closed. We didn't walk through it or anything like that. We 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 walked through the Macy's to get to the coffee spot. Saw the coffee spot was um, closed. Went to the New York and Company, which was where Lena would always go way back in the day. Turned out they're shutting down all their uh, physical stores in the U.S. Not just that one. So that was interesting. They're they're going to become online only. Um, they like when we've walked through in the past again not counting but a lot of stores are missing the uh the GameStop is gone uh sears which is one of the anchor stores that's gone they shut down almost a year ago i think it was like in Feb- oh, wow. february that they closed um i don't know if the boss Cobs is still open I'm, sh- I'm sure that they are still open on the other side but overall the concord mall like a lot of the internal stores they're all shutting down there's a um, a YouTube channel that chronicles dead malls and other like kind of urban um, something that like I guess entices urban ex- urban explorers. He goes through and finds a bunch of like old dying mall or old malls that used to be popping that are dying now, and he oftentimes will put a a uh, a news clip or commercial for the mall when it was opening and when it was super popular and everything, and he walks through. And what I feel is that. A lot of a lot of malls, you can kind of tell when they're dying, when they're just full of like each store that used to be an actual store is just like advertising for other stores that are in the mall, like little signs for this other place um, or like, hey, you know, lease this spot, call this number. And um, every store that is actually in there is pretty much just like a salon or a place that is giving massages like yeah. something where they're not really selling any physical goods and it's just a a service. Sure. So there's still a few um there's still a few jewelers in there like like K Jewelers was there. Um some like perfume shop and whatnot, but that's about all we we walked past. So um I feel like at some point there will be dying out. After that we went for the massage, super relaxing. Um fell asleep, I think, for a little bit. This is only my second massage ever, by the way. Both of my massage experiences are both couples massages. And um, the first time I got, I think, I can't remember what type of pressure I got, but this time I got I got like a moderate pressure. I think yeah. I'd be willing to try a deep tissue next time. I'm just afraid okay. of like the intensity. 
when Lena will talk about like because Lena Lena wants people basically like throwing their elbow into her back like basically yeah. just, just stand on me that's what she wants just stand on me I could take it I can't take yeah. that so so I was a little worried about that um but like like I've mentioned a million times before just like picking up Gordon um walking around with him holding his weight and adjusting your body to his his constantly flailing self does a lot of weird things to my back and legs and oh, stuff sure so um there's still some spots like I, I feel my my neck and shoulders were killing me those feel great right now but there are parts of my back where i can still feel a bit of pain that i probably could have used with a bit more pressure so mm-hmm. maybe next time i'll be bold enough to try it but overall it was very relaxing um kept kept my mask on um they had masks on so it was you know felt fairly comfortable in there nice. and then uh this evening we actually went to uh, get sushi for dinner in uh at, at uh, mickey moto's in uh, wilmington so that was delicious came yeah. back and uh now we're recording this gordon's fast asleep nice yeah i uh what's it called i can empathize with the back pain uh with with covid being as long as it has uh and me being hunched over on my, on my desk all day i had yeah. to go to the doctor to get my back checked out and it turns out because i am hunched forward all day what essentially is happening is when you lean forward your back almost like pushes your uh your rib cage open okay and then when you like sit up and like you sort of like you know you make sure that your back is straight your rib cage uh closes up again now because i'm uh because i've been like basically had my uh rib cage uh was it a close was it open or press forward it it's open it's not almost it's almost like not closing properly and so i have to do all these things that like basically like engage and activate my back yeah to make it so that it's not like you know the because right now the almost zero state is like hunched over um i also found out that i have mild scoliosis of my spine so it's like it's straight from the top like t1 to t4 or L1 to L4, whatever the, the disc numbers are. And then okay. in the middle of my back, it like rotates on itself a little bit. It's almost like it pivots around itself. And then it makes a little S on the way but on the way down. And I was like, oh, you know, every time I come to you guys, you guys tell me something new about my body that supposedly yeah. is not good. Like I'm, I'm hyper I'm hyper mobile. Right. So like my joints can are like a little bit more flexible than the average person which for runners is not good because I can put a lot of stress on like the ligaments because my body has more like more degrees to the give. Um, and then now I have scoliosis in my back. So, you know, not bad. bad. (laughs) I gotta say, I, I, I'm sure I spent a lot of time at my desk. I'm sure that I got some issues too. Yeah, um, especially when you're like, like leaning forward, hunched over. Oh, like when I, when you get super into duty. That's it. Uh, you you know the you know the you know I know the uh, the uh, the position for you, the optimal position for you, with the uh, the legs opened up, lean forward. Oh ar- yeah. Ar- arms <laughs> arms pushing your thighs outward, just super lean forward. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you also had the. You also had. This is going back to your old apartment uh, when you were living with Earl. You also had the setup where you 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 were leaned back, right? Put your foot up on the on the uh, on the yeah. on the table. Yeah. That's but, when uh, you're, that's when you're max painting those challenges. Oh god, tell me about it. Um, 
yeah so i'm trying to stay like a little bit more um aware of all that stuff yeah but it's uh it's tough man i thought you had a standing desk i do so i'm standing more okay uh but it's also like at a certain point yeah yeah you can't stand that long you can't stand that long you're also like leading forward when you're thinking about stuff i might need you to um send me that that a link to that standing desk that you had because Lane has brought this up multiple times that she's wanted to actually get a new desk herself. Um, and she was actually thinking about just getting a, um, I guess the base and using the same top that she has. Um, but it's probably something that I need to look into as well because I just, I, I'm at my desk all the time. I'm always sitting here. She gets up quite a bit during her day, whether it's to do some laundry or housework or just go see Gordon or something like that. Whereas I'm just, I, I come down here and I'm pretty much locked down here for the entirety of my work day. And I'm, I don't know how much I actually lean back and stay properly upright, but a lot of it I'm, I'm definitely leaned forward in, in improper positions of terrible posture. So I, I should definitely look into it just to force myself at the very least to keep that straight spine. So I'm not completely killing myself. Especially like with dealing with the issues, like I'm saying with Gordon, is like picking him up, holding those awkward angles, and dealing with his flailing body. Yeah, it's uh, I'm very sensitive and conscious to people who have back pain. It's just one of those things that's like, uh, you want to try to nip it in the bud early. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. The last thing you want is to have surgery on your back. It's like you hear yeah. too many horror stories of people having back back surgery and having it go horribly wrong. Yeah, exactly. Like, like Steve Kerr. Oh God. Yeah, just like I mean, like we're we're getting old, man. So we gotta we right, gotta make right. sure that we we 100%. get all these things like addressed early because the last thing you want is to be able to like or not be able to do most things. Yeah. I mean, you met like you said. You, so you mentioned you've seen your doctor. I haven't had a physical in a, in a while now. Uh, and I need to do that. I got to get in there, either get in there or just do a virtual appointment or something because I feel, I feel off lately too. I don't know if it's again, sleep, Gordon, stresses of work, stress of being stuck at home, all that other stuff just kind of compounding into one another. Um, but I feel at the very least I should get some blood work taken just to make sure that things are okay, you know? Especially after, like, we didn't talk about it last week with, like, Chadwick Boseman passing. Like, yeah. You know, these are things things that I want to, not necessarily, oh, being concerned about cancer per se, but I would never know unless I went to a doctor and saw, and oftentimes these things are caught with, with blood work, with, with abnormal blood work, and that's when they send you to a specialist or they do follow-ups and such. And so if I'm not going in, I don't know how long it's been since I've had a proper physical, probably a few years now. Um, but if I'm not going in, nobody's, no one's going to find anything. No one's going to know until it could be, you know, too far gone to do proper treatment. So, right, right. And, and again, the last thing I want to do is leave Gordon here, <laughs> leave Elena here alone, leave Gordon alone. So gotta, it's not just me. It's not, it's not just for the, the sake of myself, but also those who are close to me, who are around me, who don't necessarily like Lena doesn't, is not dependent on me or anything like that, but you know. You know, you, you get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, really, at any point, if you want to just, you feel something's coming on, you know. I feel like when I was, 
I'm not still have trouble with this. Like, I just have such an aversion to going to the doctor. I just don't know how much it's going to cost. I don't know what's yes. wrong. I just like don't <laughs> want to deal with any of that shit. But no, I completely. I'm with you on that one. <laughs> yeah. So I'm trying to trying to get better at uh at being okay with going to the doctor, especially when something's wrong. Uh, but definitely a long process for sure. Yeah. Um, before, before Gordon was born, I mean, that was a big thing. The, the price of having a baby, the cost of having a baby, we were supposed to have Gordon in the birth center, which ended up not happening, obviously, because Gordon was born on the bed at home. And after that, of course, then we went to the hospital and it feels like everything in there, like cost is going to cost you an arm and a leg. And nobody has any answers to you. Like, Oh, how much is this going to cost? People look at you like you're crazy when you're like, well, is that going to cost me money? Like, Uh Don't look at me like I'm crazy. Like I don't I don't I know that it's your health and it's important, but that's the whole problem with healthcare in this country is we want to ignore things or like say it, you know, people you can make a killing off this because people aren't gonna forego treatment because for, for over their over their life. Like, oh no, that's too expensive. Just go ahead and let me die. Right? Like that's yeah. not gonna happen. So right. you you can charge you can charge a bunch of money with a bunch of money, considering how complicated healthcare is in this country with all the insurance and all uh, you know how many different insurance companies plus the public options nobody can tell you a price point like oh you're gonna have to contact your insurance company you contact your insurance company they're like oh we can't tell you until we get a bill like okay great so i don't know how much i'm gonna spend until i do it will it help if i go to a different place like nobody can tell you that answer so yeah i completely understand the aversion because even if you have the money it's like an it's like a cost that you weren't really planning on making on making at this time. Yeah. So if it's a cost that you weren't really planning on making, it's like, oh, really? I'm paying that right now. Okay. Yeah. Let me. Uh, let me. And, and it's like it's not like it's like ten bucks. Like if it's ten bucks, I'm like, alright, cool. But it's like, oh, it might What's be two hundred dollars. I don't even know, man. <laughs> I gotta you look at my insurance. My, no, I don't know because I haven't had a physical in a while, so I haven't had to pay one for a bit. Uh-huh. Um. The thing it's overall my insurance is very good. I know that it covers a lot because yeah. um because I mean, of if you know, just if what I opted is into. So good. If your insurance is so good, you should you should go to more shit, dude. I know. I just I'm lazy. That's the just problem. Take advantage. Yeah. <laughs> I know. When was the last time you went to I, the dentist? So I was supposed to go six months ago, just uh-huh. just before COVID, and then um I ended up canceling it because I was um, so I went to the same dentist that I was going to when I was on my other insurance, and okay. since I'd started the new job, I was they were technically out of network. Didn't know if I was gonna have to pay like additional, so I ended up canceling that appointment, and ended up not making it before I went to England. I was like, okay, I'll take care of it when we come back, and then of course we came back and things were locked down. Now since then, plenty of places have opened up, but I haven't really had any teeth pain or, any, or like eye problems or anything like that so i haven't made any of those appointments now with that said i uh i it's at i'm at a point where i can't really delay any further so i gotta start making these appointments i don't really need new glasses or anything i'm not having any problems with my eyes but i at the very least need to get my uh, teeth checked out and i got to get a proper physical yeah yeah for sure that i i get it man i get it yeah yeah, my, my copay is 20 bucks for the doctor and 50 bucks for a specialist. 
You know, I, I don't even know if that's a lot of money, literally. but my insurance card is literally right next to me. Does uh, your insurance card tell you? I have no copay. You have no for copay pre for preventative care. Hundred percent no copay. Jesus, for preventative care. Yeah. Hundred percent. Wow. Well, Good wait, 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 wait. That's. That's a lie. I just dropped the card. Well, so that's what it says on the front of the card. I just flipped it over to the back. Right, I flipped it over to the back, and it says, "Um, no, I don't know what this is. I don't know. What, I don't know what these what these details are supposed to be telling me. It's like Aetna. This, it says, um, Aetna Primary Care Physician, twenty dollars. I guess PCP. Is that what PCP stands for? Primary care professional. No, primary care physician. That's what I think. It doesn't say. I think it's primary care physician. It says twenty dollars. So I'm not." Quite sure what the preventative care on the front then refers to is 100% no copay. I don't know. Regardless, it's it's uh it's manageable. Yeah, I mean that's that's that seems like one of the nice perks of uh working where you work. Yeah. I haven't gone to the the dentist in years, man. Really? Yeah, it's been a year, I could go. It's been a year for me. <laughs> oh, it's been multiple years for me. I really should fucking go. I just the thing about going to the dentist for me is every time I go to a fucking dentist, they're like, "Hey, your wisdom teeth, <laughs> your bottom right wisdom tooth is impacted. You should get that pulled. In fact, you should get all four of them pulled." And I'm like, "Oh, I don't want to do that. I've right. never had them pulled, and I don't want to do that." I mean, does it, is it, does it feel like like it's causing you problems? No. One. So I have I have a couple problems with dentists. Um, my parent, my parents were a little. Um, they didn't trust dentists. I think completely okay. back in the day, because they felt like at times they were they were wondering whether there was actually problems or whether it's like when we lived in India, uh, Indiana. When we lived in New Orleans, they suggested that they like offered this, um, I guess, intensive whitening type of deal. Like it's intense cleaning that was supposed to really whiten your teeth. And my mom was like, oh, you know, definitely I'll pay. I'll pay extra for that for the kids uh, because the uh, the the specialist, the tech who spoke to my mom had like really nice white teeth and she takes us back and then she brings us back and we smile. And my mom was like, your teeth were just as yellow as when you went in there. <laughs> Yeah, she, right. My parents always felt like the dentist tried to like sell you on something or just tell you that you have a problem that you ha you don't have a choice but to say yes to and um, just take them at their word. So they just felt like they were trying to get extra money from you. And so yeah. my parents didn't never completely trust a dentist and dentists were of all of like the specialists, the ones that we would see frequently. You know, we did those every six months. Um eye doctor once a year and then my dad was really our our uh physician he you know he didn't actually do proper physicals on us though, so you know i shouldn't say that that was any um so what would he do i mean if something was wrong then he would check you out but he'll check us out but he wasn't like doing like yearly checkups on us either he wasn't sitting there doing what uh a normal doctor would do but like you know if i wasn't feeling right i would also be able to just say hey i'm not feeling right and then he would ask questions he had uh -huh. a kit. He had a kit from way back in the day from when he was doing physicals on people and stuff. So is that was, a money saving he was technique? Capable. Probably. 
<laughs> probably it's like yeah. why don't why am i gonna send my kid to a doctor i'm a doctor i can look at him myself of course you're not sitting there making like regularly scheduled appointments with them either remind me what kind of doctor your dad is oh god no like his specialty yeah no he, well it, it's internal medicine yeah okay it's internal medicine his like his special like his 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 gig though as a as a as a um an industry man in, in uh big pharma he was in charge of um drug safety so he was he was working like clinical trials presenting data to the fda to try to get drugs approved mm-hmm. that was his whole thing he worked for the fda for a few years so he had a bit of like insider experiences he would call it so that made him really desirable for a lot of companies because he understood kind of how the fda worked and some of the things that they would be looking for he just became like kind of the point person really for what type of details are needed and you know putting together reports that are likely to be approved planning experiments you know i see okay yeah sounds like a money saving deal yeah yeah well i mean you you sacrifice it's kind of like doing a postdoc like you don't you don't have to do well i mean in my field at least i don't have to do a postdoc however doing a postdoc could um results in could could net you a position a bit higher than um you know it it slows you down a little bit kind of like grad school it slows you down for a little bit and then you get like a nice launch forward you propel you propel pretty far ahead um i would say based in terms of salary at this point haven't caught up to anybody who just took a job right out of college any of my peers who took a job right out of college but hey 10 years down the line maybe maybe i'll be their bosses yeah right um all right well i say we should make an effort to go to the doctor and go to the dentist yeah yeah you hold you hold me to it i'll make my appointments this week and yeah. uh because if you, if you don't hold me to it and i mean i'm no lane would hold me to it but i'll take it I'll, I'll probably take it more seriously if it's coming from at least the both of you guys not just one of you yeah so. right because like i feel like also you know we talk about back pain and all that stuff i feel like Dude, if something happens to your teeth, man, oh, that's that's real pain. Mm-hmm. I'm not Every saying body pain isn't. Oh god, but like if like, you know, you have like an impacted tooth, you got a cavity. Yeah. Like yeah. the like the teeth pain is just so different. I mean, I'm thinking about like when they drill around your teeth when they're cleaning it, and they make that like sound. <laughs> I'm just like, I just get the shivers. <laughs> I hate. So I used to get, we used to get a lot of cavities when you were younger. Cause well, because you eat candy. We eat candy, yeah, tons of candy. You eat too dude. much candy, man. Can- candy and uh, and like sugary cereal. That ah. that was breakfast. That was breakfast back in the day. It was like a bowl of Fruit Loops or Cocoa Puffs or Lucky Charms, and uh and and uh you know whole fat milk with it. That was breakfast. Gross. And so of course you go back to the dentist every six months, and every th- second or third visit they're like, oh, you got a cavity or two. Having a cavity when you were they. Dude, first of all, getting a cavity now sucks because I hate. I've only had I've only had like a couple of cavities as an adult, you know, since I was like eighteen. I can't stand the needle. The needle when they're when they're numbing up your gums. That's that's one of the least favorite my least favorite parts because everything else you can't feel. They sit there and they take this needle and it feels like they're just jamming it right up to your brain with how deep they go with it. And they're sitting there injecting it and you can feel the pressure as they inject it. And then they just kind of like shake your jaw around to mix it up, whatever they're doing. And and then if things start to go numb and then when you're just numb, it just feels weird too. 
um, one time I got numbed up and it didn't complete like they went to work too quickly so I can feel it so I had to stop them like no stop it, it, it I can it hurts that yeah. worrying they had this thing called the uh I think they called it the raincoat when I was a kid, when I was like six, you know, seven, mm. eight years old, yeah. there was this, this little like yellow mesh or something. They would like, they would like attach it to your tooth and like, and like, like it was a vice and your mouth was just stuck open. It was like this yellow thing. I think that's why they call it the raincoat. It was like this yellow, uh, like, you know, polyurethane or whatever. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and your mouth is stuck open. Your jaws is like clenched up. It's painful. Ugh. Oh, worst. All right. Let's, I don't want to talk about this anymore. I'm sorry I brought it up. <laughs> What's the last time you had a cavity? Oh, uh, at least 10 years ago. D- did you get many cavities as a kid? Uh, not when I was a kid, but then I do I have I do have like feelings and all that stuff. So it's not that I don't have cavities. Gotcha. Not too many cavities, we'll say. Yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's get out of here. All right. This is fun, right? Yeah. Oh, God. I'm just like <laughs> shivering thinking about this stuff. All right. I'm Reza. I'm Sandy. Thanks so much for listening. We'll see you guys next week.